0: Listen, I don't even know how to start this anymore because it's been since July. Yep. Mhm. July. I know. Listen, I I've had so many messages. By the way, I'm sick, so I sound if I sound manlier than the usual, um, that's because I'm sick. So I've had so many messages of people being like. When's the podcast coming back? Are you guys done with the podcast? I miss the podcast. Even had someone the other day tell me that they have went back and listened to old episodes because they missed the podcast so much. Um, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, we had a good thing going. We stopped the momentum. You know, um, Hannah was an hour away. She was driving an hour every day to work, not getting home so late. And we are our lives, you know, adult lives just kind of um, steamrolled over our enjoyment. (laughs) So, um, Hannah is of course still the co-host. Okay. Hannah and I as a duo is, is, is amazing. And the way that her and I banter back and forth is just unmatched. So, Yes, Hannah's going to be back on. I'm going to drag her back on. We're going to make it happen. Um, But I was sitting here today and I found a notebook from a couple months ago of just things that I wrote down for my life and, and what I wanted out of my life and just kind of the whole nine yards, and I was like, you know what? That would be a good podcast episode to write down all of the things that I wanted for myself and how they have transferred over into my, like, current state right now. So that's what we're going to do, and stay tuned. Okay, sweet. So the first thing that I'm going to talk about here is – you know, I was at a corporate job, a bank job, um, for like a year and a half. Um, and first of all, let me preface with saying, um, that nothing is wrong with a corporate job, a bank job, like just, just because it wasn't my cup of tea, like that's some people's goals, aspirations, like that's what they want. They're like, hell yeah, give me that bank job. Um, but that just wasn't my path. And I feel like, um, a lot of things in life I've been like, yeah, that ain't for me. Um, and I'm, I'm getting better about saying I'm a zero or 100 type of person because I've always been like, yeah, like I'm a zero or 100 type of person. And it's almost like it's become a personality trait for me for some reason. Like I'm, I'm either zero, like I I don't give a shit or I'm, I'm a hundred. I'm all in. I'll be, I'll try to my hardest to be the best in the room. And I don't like that. And I've, I've become so normalized to it. And like, um, I find ways to cope with that's how I am. And, um, I don't like that. So that's been me for a long time. Um, and I, I will say it has its, um, it has its pros and cons of being like that because, uh, it, I don't know, it, it doesn't allow for me to settle in certain things that I don't like. Um, ex- for one that this job, um, this is like one of the very few moments I'm thankful for that like zero or 100 mentality. Um, but keep in mind, I'm trying to, I'm trying to steer away from that because that's a very changeable mentality. I've acted like a, I've, I've acted like I have to be stuck in that mentality and I don't. So, um, yeah so let's flash back to uh, my nine to nine to five job and um yeah, I hated it, and it wasn't the people. it wasn't the management. It wasn't even the company. It wasn't even the company. It was just the fact that every day I walked in there, I wanted to crawl out of my skin and i and every day that i I walked in there it it turned me into a whole new person. and now some of you are like. Jenna, that's by choice. You know what I mean? Like you set the pace for your mindset, for your mood, for the whole thing. And I don't know, I agree to disagree. But um, I wanted to crawl out of my skin every day there. I couldn't stand it for some reason. And I remember like some of my coworkers, even Hannah. Like Hannah works at this particular company, and Hannah can attest. It, Hannah loves it. Like she does great, and like she kills it there. And she and she didn't see, she didn't view it in the same light that I did. And like like I said, her and I have discussed this. Like. Everybody's obviously different in in what they want, but I remember I would just complain and I would complain and complain. I mean, like level ten about this job. Like every, like I wouldn't even get into the building and I'd be like, I'm ready to go home, you know. And I would have, I would have coworkers be like, uh, kind of like borderline annoyed with me, and they would be like, Jenna, it's not that bad. And I'm like, you know what? It's not. It's not that bad. You know what I mean? I could coast through this you know, job for the rest of my life, I could, I could settle for this job. And and I hate saying that because I, I don't want to, I don't want, um, anyone that works within like a corporate or bank job or whatever it may be to feel like I'm dissing you because I'm not, I promise. Um, you got to do what you got to do to pay the bills at the end of the day. Right. So, um, I was just, you know, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I I could coast through this job. And you know, the craziest thing, um, when I was in a relationship, I had every intention of staying at that company you know, going up to the level or the highest position that I could and just coasting. You know what I mean? Like just accepting that, yeah, like I hate it. It is what it is. You know what I mean? And I don't know why I was okay with that when I was in a relationship. And I think because at the time I was in a relationship and a circumstance and a mindset that was all about just like settling for just enough, like quote unquote, just enough. And I was just okay with that life. Like I was like, yeah, like I'm going to be capped out on the money I can make. There's no ways for me to have additional streams of revenue, income, like nothing. Like this is, this is what it is. It's fine. You know, I I have another person helping with, you know, bills, whatever it may be. Like, I'm just going to settle and this is it, you know? And it was like, and I've always have felt like I was made to do something something that I would do for free I actually had my current manager say that like you know make it a goal to work for a company or do something that you would do for free but find a way to get paid for it right (laughs) and um, I would never have worked at the the bank for free (laughs) no way and um, I just I just, for some reason, I had always had that feeling, but it was like I was naive within my own thoughts to realize what it meant. Right? Like I, I, I was, I didn't know what that feeling meant. And I think what at the time, what I thought it meant was, well, this is just the real world. This is the adult life. This is what it is. This is what you got to do to pay your bills. You know, you hear growing up, like a job is just a way to pay your bills, like you're going to nine times out of 10 hate your job. Like, you know, you would hear all of these things. And so you, you become very normalized to that, which is so messed up, so messed up. Like you become so normalized to that. And I just remember like, once I got out of my relationship, you know, I just, it's like my whole brain shifted because it wasn't like, my brain was like, Oh, like, this is all you, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have anybody else's character tra- character traits, identity, income to fall back on. Like you don't have any other identity to try to like partially morph into. You don't have anybody else's, you know, character traits that you can kind of like half-ass classify as your own. Like you don't have anybody's income that could maybe get groceries one week and then, you know, you get on the next. Like it's all you. And when you're left in a house with their own thoughts, <laughs> for a long period of time, shit starts to click, you know, like shit starts to make sense. And I was like, no, it's, you know, the first thing I got to conquer is this mindset that I have, this mindset that I have sucks about just like everything. And I want to read a couple f- notes that I took at the time here. And, and it literally says like, it's all about like leaving your nine to five and like getting the courage and in the in the right mindset to do that. And and I didn't mean leave my nine to five for good, but find something that was just like I said, I would I would do for free and find a way to get paid for it. And so what I wrote here is when you have a lot of fear about leaving your nine to five or taking the leap, it's because you care and want it. And um and I actually the reason I took a lot of these notes is because I listened to um, the Better Every Day podcast by Courtney Placed. and I'll make sure to um, mention her or something within the description so you guys can go check her out. But these are some of my notes that I heard from listening to her podcast and kind of shifted and wrote down, which made sense with my current reality. And You know, the one thing that she would say is, what's the worst thing that could happen? Like, you, what's the worst thing that could happen? Is you leave, and then you have to go back to your current reality? Like, you're living in your current reality right now, and and you're managing. You hate it, but you're, like, you're managing. So what's the worst thing? Is, like, you take a leap and try to do something that actually, like, really, like, makes you happy, and it doesn't work out? What, you go back to your current reality? Like, you can handle that. I've been there, done that shit. Like, you know you can handle that, right? So that's one thing that she said that stuck out. And I mean, like resonated with me. Like, and I was like, God, I've never looked at it like that. So there was like a, the first part of my brain shifting is like, okay, that makes sense. You know, I would just go back to what I've been doing and I'm, I'm doing it. So, so from there I wrote, um, you know, or what's the worst thing could happen. Maybe you'll fail. Like we do this all the time. We fail all the time. Um, and you know, fear can ultimately be the driving force for, success. So another thing that she touched on within the podcast is like, look at your proof right now from past success in your life. You know what I mean? Like there's been so many times in my life that I was like, Oh my God, I can't do that. Or, you know, whatever it may be. And then I did it. And it's like, then it's like your life is is forever leveled up after, after that success, because you know that you've done it. And So, you know, one thing I've had to tell myself is, throughout this transition of me wanting to find something that really actually makes me happy is I'm smart and I'll always figure it out. And something I've always said to, to like anyone, you know, even in like my worst moments, struggling financially, I hated my job. I was struggling in school, like whatever it may be. I've always said, I'll always figure it out. And it's true because like life doesn't slow down. You guys have heard me say that how many times life does not slow down for anybody. So you really don't have a choice other than to figure it out. Like, you can't just pause this shit. Like, it keeps going. So, you got to find a way to figure it out. So, if you're waking up for work, or I don't even want to say work. Like, if you're waking up in, okay, yes, work, your relationship, you know, your gym routine, like, whatever it may be. And you're waking up and you're saying what am I doing? I hate this. Okay, red flag number one. Red flags are a huge trend right now on TikTok and like whatever, like with the emoji is like red flag number one. Like if you're like verbally on the way to work or to the gym or like going to hang out with your significant other and you're saying, I hate this. (laughs) Like that's such such a huge red flag right there. And that was something that I just thought was freaking normal to like hate your life. And Another thing here I wrote down is like goals do not back down. That's the craziest thing is like, I kept thinking like, oh, I got a job that was like a little bit better than the next one. And it's like, oh, lo and behold, like, you know, I I would eventually get that feeling again. It's because goals, aspirations and mindset and like your future state is does not back down. It just, just does. It doesn't. And, you know, you think you can escape it. And you think that you can find a way to be okay with your current state and your current reality. But if you have an ounce of ambition, that that doesn't happen. So, you know, don't stay somewhere out of being comfortable. Of course, we know that, right? Um, Quote, unquote, good enough is not enough. And um, I've lived my whole life like that, like where it's like, oh, like, it's good enough. You know, like I go to the gym and I do a half ass workout and I'm like, oh, that's good enough. Or, you know, I would, my job was at least paying my bills and I'd say good enough or my, my boyfriends or past or friendships or whatever it me whatever it may be. They weren't maybe, maybe they weren't like beating on me or cussing at me or whatever it may be. And I'm like, oh, well at least they're not doing X, Y, and Z, but it's like, they're also not doing X, Y, and Z over here. So, but I, my mindset was like, oh, it's just good enough. And, um, Another thing is, don't hate your current reality. You know what I mean? Like that's so sad to hate it. Um, Don't settle to pass time. Um, You don't get time back. That's another huge one for me that um, I also wrote down from the Better Everyday Podcast is, don't settle to pass time. I think we all, all of us, have a horrible habit. Whether it's, um, you know, wanting to start our own little business. um, or being in a shitty relationship, or our job, we kind of just like, we're like, let's just settle to to pass time so I can sit here and twiddle my thumbs and, and like hope that like this new opportunity is going to fall on my lap. And it doesn't. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, but it's very, very rare. And I would just settle to pass time. Like, I would just be okay with things because they were good enough. And they would just work for the time being. And I thought this gives me time to figure it out. And it's like, it's the craziest thing. Once you really, really like dig deep with the idea, um, that you genuinely don't get a damn day back. (laughs) First of all, it can be a little frightening, right? Like death and, um, not getting time back can be like a, a weird pill to swallow. Um, but it also should be very motivating because you, you just don't get this time back and every day that you don't pull the trigger or you settle is is just another day that you're one being miserable. Um, but two, that's a day less that you get to, you get to have being happy. So, um, yeah. So with that being said, um, I eventually took the leap of leaving my job and, um, It was hard. I think a lot of people that I worked with especially were like, you know, I think they thought I was very... I just hated the place so much that it wasn't a hard transition, but like little does a lot of people know, um, one, I, I bottle things up. We're working on that. But two, um, it was a very, very hard transition for me and I knew I wanted to do something else. Right. I had spent all of this time bitching. I mean, like complaining that I just, you know, I hated this like current life and whatever. And it's like, here's my chance to escape it, to to have a clean slate. And I'm scared shitless of it. And... I remember. Um, so this obviously wasn't that long ago, um, but I I, didn't, I eventually took the leap to leave my job. I lo- like I said, I loved my boss. I loved all of my coworkers. Um, it actually, like I mean, on my last day, I, I choked up. Like I had a very hard time, um, and partially because um, I was leaving people that I had I become very close to, and two because I was scared. I was so scared. Like I just I couldn't stop you know, crying on the ride home because I was just scared. You know, it's one of those things where you just fear the unknown because you just don't know what you don't know. And I just remember being super scared. And, um, right around the same time, I, uh, decided to leave the place that I was uh, currently living in. It was just getting a little too expensive for me. Um, and, I, w- I knew I was going into a new position that had a lot more um, opportunities for growth, especially financially. And I was like, okay, it makes sense to me to, And uh, now I'm going to be having a job where there's opportunities to make more money. Um, and it would make sense to move into a place with someone, with a friend, um, where I would be saving a significant amount of money, right? Like, I feel like anyone's like, that's yeah, a no brainer, right? <laughs> so... I, you know, have family come up, I moved to in with this friend, I actually worked with her, she's she's awesome, I love her, and I moved in with her, and I was there for around two weeks, and that was a second very uncomfortable transition for me, you know, I kind of did one of the grin and Barrett type things, um, but just leaving the place that I was in that my my ex and I lived in um, just that I got very comfortable in, it was like my, my three cats and I, it was like our little home, you know, and you, weirdly enough, you do get very attached to places that you live in and and weird things. Like you can get very attached to things like that. And I did. Um, and so that was hard. Um, so there we go. I left my job to go to a different company. Um, and then I moved in like a week or a couple days before I started this new job. So there's two very uh like overwhelming things that kind of shook me up pretty bad. Um, and even though I know some of you are like, Oh my gosh, that's not even that big of a deal. It's not, but it's things that can kind of mess with your, with your mindset and can stress you out and, and can, you know um, it's the fear of the unknown. Again, we're going to go back to that. So um, you know, I'm living with her for two weeks Um, I ended up getting a really bad UTI. And I I honestly, it's weird how like all of this happens at the same time. Um, And then I ended up getting a really bad chest cold. No, it was not COVID. um, But I ended up getting very sick. And I, my, you know, just my stress levels. I remember calling my mom crying and I was just like, man, like, I'm just overwhelmed. I'm not, I'm not like sad and I'm not necessarily happy. I'm just overwhelmed right now. And, um, you know, so. I'm going to, like, I went to the doctor too many times. Um, My body didn't fight off the UTI. Like, I'm just having a hard time. And, um, you know, and then also another very odd thing about, like, I had my whole place, you know, prior to myself. And then it was just a a different adjustment living with somebody. That's another thing, too. Um, And... So then flash forward, like I'm living there for two weeks. I'm finally starting to get settled in. My three cats, you know, took about, you know, five days to really, really get settled in. They're finally settled in. And then the landlord of the new place tells me I cannot have my cats there. And if any of you know me, um, I told myself there was a point in time back in like 2018 that I got a dog. And I had to end up getting, um, I had to rehome him. And I gave him away to a good home. It was great, whatever. Like it worked out way better that way. Um, but it was one of those things that broke my heart so bad that I said, I'm, I'm never going to bring an animal in and then get rid of it like under whatever condition or circumstance I won't because I'm bringing this animal in I'm becoming their life their you know their their constant and I'm not I'm not doing that again so I made that vow to myself right so you know I'm trying to think What to do because if any of you know, as far as apartment hunting, it is very, very hard to find an apartment, to set the viewing up, to go see it, to fill out the application. Also, there's always fees to do that, you know. And so I was stressed. I mean, like that sent me over the edge. I'm sitting here like questioning my whole life like, oh my God, like I shouldn't have moved. Should I even have left my job? Should I, like, It was just a spiral, a spiral of thoughts. And um, it ended up that my old landlord, like seriously, he's a saint. And he was like, just move back in, move back into your place, whatever, And, um, I'm like, okay, like at least, um, I have that figured out. Do I want to completely move back in after only two weeks? No. Um, but I'm just thankful that I'm going to have a place that I can keep my animals because I would under no circumstance, get rid of them in any way, shape or form. Hell no. (laughs) So I'm just glad that I had a place to go to. And, um, so with that being said though, unfortunately, um, you know, I opted out of the lease early, so my landlord got to keep my security deposit. Um, and then moving in, you know, back in, I had already shut off my utilities, right? So I had to, um, you know, pay him first month's rent again, uh, because it was under a new lease now, um, and just by policy and contra- a contract, that's what he had to do, even if he didn't want to do it. Um, and then, Um, my, all of my, all of the utility companies, uh, had to charge me startup fees, right. To get everything like rolling again. So I mean like a total of like 400 bucks later, um, actually over a thousand dollars later, including rent and keep in mind, (laughs) the reason I moved out is because I was, um, my savings account was not doing beautiful, right? Like, uh, I'm not ashamed at all to admit that, but my, my savings account was not doing good. Um, and so here I am giving out money that I really just realistically needed in my savings. So that had me stressed on top of everything else that, you know, yes, I'm thankful that I have my, like, I have a place back, but like, I have like no money. I haven't even really started my new job yet. Um, and I was just like down in the dumps. So during that whole time, Um, you know, my workout routine was not where it should have been and just nothing felt normal. And I just remember saying to myself, (laughs) I just remember saying to myself, I was like, you know, when I do get money and when I do feel financially, you know, abundant or stable again, um, this is going to make for a really good story. (laughs) This is going to, this is going to like you know, inspire someone, even though this is nothing that's like in the trenches or like that bad, but just this is real life. And um, I mean, there's a lot of other like shit in between that I probably can't even remember right now because I was on like autopilot throughout the like month. And, but um, I'm now working with a company called Gym Launch. They are literally amazing. Um, I love everybody. And I, I told my, my boss, one of my managers the other day, I told him, I said, it feels wrong to love your job like this. Like it genuinely feels wrong because of our limiting beliefs that our family, you know, um, whoever has instilled in us growing up. You know, I, I know that 90% of you listening to this have has heard the sayings, money doesn't grow on trees, you know, or it must be nice to have money like that. Or like those people have too much money that like for their own good, whatever it may be. I know you guys have heard that. So I actually wrote down here, um, I and this is also from the Better Everyday Podcast, but some of my own thoughts regarding it um i wrote down you know identifying your your limiting money beliefs because this is something that has been on the forefront of my brain lately because it's almost like it's almost like the my money <laughs> felt when i was unsure of it i know that sounds weird right like it was like the minute that i i lost confidence in just my whole life is the minute that, like, my life punched me in the face. So um, I think there's just certain things that I've shifted myself from staying and, and and have cleared, like, steered away from saying. And I, you know, one of the biggest ones is, you know, when someone buys something, I, I don't say, oh, it must be nice. Like, that's one thing I've stopped saying. And I remember for, like, the last couple of months, like – every night in the shower, I was washing my hair. I would say, you are going to have money one day. You're, you're going to be rich. You're going to be one of the nice rich people. (laughs) And, um, I think just the biggest thing is like money is super controversial and and it's uncomfortable and it's a really touchy subject. And, um, the biggest thing is like lately, I've just kind of let go. And I mean, not, not caring. Like I'm, Yes, caring. But I mean like just taking a deep breath and, and understanding that things are gonna happen in the pace that they're supposed to. Um and I and I told my I tell myself often that 2022 is the year that I'm gonna have my own house and things are gonna start making sense. And it's like the more that you say those things, like I am statements, the the more likely they, they're gonna happen. So um Alex Hermosi which is actually my my CEO of my company you know he he made a video the other day saying how i am statements can be one of the the best things or one of the most detrimental um statements to your to your well-being and your mental state you know you can be like i am awesome i am confident i you know that that's great say that shit um but it's the it's the statements like like i said at the beginning of the podcast i am 0 or 100 you know well it's like then your brain after saying that for so many you know after so many times starts to to very much so believe that you are 0 or 100 when it's a variable it's a very changeable um aspect of your life. You know what I mean? Like the more you say, I am, I am, I am your brain really starts to think that there's no way to back out of that or, or reboot. So, um, I think just lately, my, my biggest thing has been saying, I am statements in a very, very uplifting way. Um, and not being okay with the, the previous old I am statements that were very negative towards myself. Um, because it's like, it, it just didn't gear me for success. And I'm, I'm just in a very good place right now. Um, things are still obviously uncomfortable. But I think the biggest thing lately for me is um, one of my managers, he said, you know, a, a piece of coal under pressure becomes a diamond. And I know a lot of you have heard that. But that's kind of how I feel lately is that all of this like pressure and this stress and being overwhelmed and like in this uncomfortable phase of life is going to create a diamond at some point. I don't know when, um, but I know it will. And I have faith in that. I think that's the biggest thing lately that has been a game changer for my mindset um, is having faith in just the unknown, right? So the beginning of this podcast, what was I saying? I was saying how I was fearing the, the unknown. The unknown was scary. It made me sick to my stomach. It literally made me sick, right? Like, I was, I feared the unknown to a point that my physical health literally went down. Like, I got sick and I couldn't, I, my, my immune system wasn't even fighting things off. So it was like my body was just working against itself because I was just fearing the unknown. I was saying very negative I am statements. And, you know, the, the difference now is having faith in the unknown. So going from fear of the unknown to faith of the unknown. And I think that's been the biggest game changer for me. And you want to know what's been very, very heavily credited to that is the people that I put myself around. And, you know, guys, I know this this podcast episode is probably not what you're expecting, from, you know, me coming back with um, as far as, like, being goofy, Jenna, cracking jokes, which you guys know I love to do that, and I will be doing that. Um, but this is just kind of where I've been lately. And I'm telling you right now something I've noticed is when I'm in a bad phase of life where maybe my workout motivation is like in the dirt, which actually it is right now, or maybe I'm in a place in life where, um, my views around X, Y, and Z are just in a shitty place. Right. I, I will do something that I used to just, uh, subconsciously consciously not realize that I was doing. Um, but let's say if I was on YouTube and the, the trending page or the recommended page, um, I would be looking at that and let's say at this point in time, my um, workout phase of life was just not good. I would, it's like almost like my recommended page would be all workout videos and I would avoid, avoid watching any of them because what would the video do if I watched it? It would make me feel like shit about my current state. And that's what I wanted to avoid. It's same thing with just like there was a period of time when I was doing really bad with money because keep in mind I up until the last couple of months I have done very 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 well with money. Like I have saved money well. I have had a standard that I've never let myself go below. Um, And so if I would see any videos on YouTube about people buying things in these clothing hauls and like you know, whatever it may be, I would purposely avoid watching it because it would make me feel bad about my current state. And I think when you get that feeling of like, oh my gosh, I don't want to watch this workout video because it's going to make me feel bad about my current state with working out. Watch it, watch the video because it's going to make you uncomfortable. And what does being uncomfortable do? It puts you in, it sets you up for success. Being uncomfortable like that is a good thing you're supposed to feel that out and I think that's important for all of you to hear because I have avoided that feeling for such a long time like being uncomfortable it's it that feeling is there for a reason you know the more you suppress it the more you're going to be stuck in your ways and you're never going to grow as a person because you're not letting yourself be uncomfortable I have a co-worker that so we have meetings you know um every day we have we have one in the morning to set the tone for the day and we have one at the end of the day to talk about you know what we accomplished in our day and on Fridays we always talk about one thing that we learned for the week and i had a coworker that she said um i just learned and recognized that i need to be more comfortable with being uncomfortable and i know a lot of you have heard that saying but if you really say it out loud more it's like you need to be more comfortable with being uncomfortable And it's hard um, because we want to avoid the things that don't feel good. So um, another thing that I want to let you guys in on, that's my current mindset, is that for the first time ever in my life, I am very, very comfortable with um, being alone. Just like, and I know some of you are like, oh God, don't say that word. It scares me. (laughs) And I used to feel like that. Like I hated being alone because being alone um, you know, gave me more time to be faced with the uncomfortable. Like I said, kind of going back to that whole like recommended page on YouTube. Um, it was like, You know, I would say my workout routine was shitty and I would see workout videos on YouTube and I I didn't want to watch them because they would make me uncomfortable. Same thing. Like once you get out of a relationship and you're alone, you're faced with all of your own thoughts and, you know, whatever it may be, and you really can't avoid those. Um, But it's just been really beneficial to be alone. And I think the biggest thing about it is it's not like I'm, I'm emotionally damaged or, Um, You know, that's why I'm alone because I don't trust people. It's not that at all. It's actually very much so that I'm so at peace with my life and I'm so zoned in and honed in on myself, my thoughts, my just everything um, that it just seems like it would be one of the most unresponsible decisions I could ever make to allow anyone at this point in time to disturb my peace, right? That doesn't mean I don't need to be in a relationship or I shouldn't be. It just means picking and choosing what people to allow in my life that could potentially disturb the peace that I have right now. And honestly, the, the peace that I feel right now is, um, is not going to be at any, but I'm not going to lose that at anybody else's expense. And I hope a lot of you, uh, feel that way for sure about yourself because it's huge. So I think another thing I want to leave you with is, um, stop doing shit for other people. (laughs) Um, you know, be disciplined for yourself. And you're like, what does that mean? You know, be disciplined in how you show up for yourself. Um, I still have a bad habit of not following through with certain things, um, just for whatever reason. (laughs) And I think, I need to start doing things, and all of you should should take my advice on this as well. Um, when you say, look, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, follow through with it, and if you get to a point where you're like, I don't want to do this, why should I do this? Your answer to why should, I, why should I do this should be because I said I would. So that's something that I'm going to be focusing on as well, and I hope that all of you do. Um, but yeah, I'm just so excited to sit back down at this desk here and in, in front of them, like with a microphone in front of me and my headphones and like my editing thing. And it just, it's cool because I haven't done this in a while. Um, and I have like, just had so much on my heart lately. And I think the craziest thing and almost what's beneficial about me taking such of a long of like a break is I had I had no realizations. I had, I was just out of a breakup. So it was like that weird phase before anything really hits you hard of like just life, or like nothing had happened really that was was so groundbreaking that I felt like I needed to share. So everything was very like surface level type of just fun and jokes and me and Hannah, you know, bantering back and forth. And I think from July to now, there's been so many things that have happened in a very short period of time that has shaped me a ton as a person that um you know, I I probably it probably wouldn't have been beneficial if I would have sat down week to week because sometimes something happens in a week and it takes you three weeks to process what even happened in that week. I don't even know if that makes sense. Um, so it's like I've had I've had a chance to sit down and collect my thoughts about everything that's happened and really like marinate in them. Um, so I feel like it's it's beneficial to come back on, on this foot in this tone here. So I am just super excited to get back into it. Um, I've been brainstorming some episodes that I want to bring back to you guys. Um, And thank you for everybody that has messaged me or even messaged Hannah. I'm not sure who's all messaged who. But thank you so much just for like telling us that you missed the podcast. And like, you know, it's just cool to see how many people were really like tuning into the episodes um, and how many people were just looking forward to them every Tuesday. And I think you know, I'm obviously going to be uploading this not on a Tuesday because I want to get something out and kind of like surprise you guys. But guys, I am just, yeah, I'm just pumped with life right now. It's good. It's good. It's good. I'm sick, but I don't even care because life's good. Um, (laughs) So guys, with that being said, um, I want to make it a goal for sure to upload on Tuesdays, but you know what? Sometimes it may be random and maybe I'll just, upload on whatever day it works best and just surprise you guys. Um, So with that being said, I will see you guys whenever, (laughs) whatever day of the week works best and I decide to upload. Um, So just whether you can follow the at junk in the trunk pod, Instagram, turn the notifications on. So I'll post on the story or um, make an actual post of whenever an episode is live. That way you guys can go listen to it. Um, We are on Apple podcast, Spotify, Google pod podcast. Um, There's more. There's more. I just can't think of them right now, but we're on a lot of platforms, so you don't have an excuse. Plus, you can listen to to us on Spotify for free, Um, even if you don't have an account or a subscription. You just can't skip through things, so sorry. You can't skip me, Um, and then Apple Podcasts. Obviously, if you have an iPhone, it's free on your phone. Um, Google Podcasts, I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you, Um, but guys, I hope this was beneficial. I hope that you found something. I hope you found a takeaway from this episode today. And I look forward to chatting with you guys very, very soon.